Hi, everybody. My name is Tamara Herring, your host of The Bridge IE. I'm happy to have you joining me today, hoping you're happy, healthy, and well aware that you are loved. Quick question. How many of you are actually paying attention to what's going on in politics? Drum roll, please. Nobody. (laughs) No, if you're like me, you probably said something like somewhat because you're aware of the presidential elections and whatnot, or those major elections that prove you were quote unquote Americanized. For a lot of us, politics are a drag, especially when we only associate politics with the untouchable white collar folks that seem to be so far out of touch with what's happening in our community and our very own homes. I remember in high school, I was having a conversation with my basketball coach and she expressed to me that she loved softball growing up, but never got too involved with it as she got older because there were too many politics. I immediately was thrown off because in my peanut brain, I believed politics to only manifest themselves in the big bad government. Politics defined is the set of activities that are associated with the making of decisions in groups or other forms of power relations between individuals. Ask Google. (laughs) So come to find out, politics is a multifaceted word and it truly presents itself in various aspects of our lives. From the church organizations we are a part of, to the workplaces we work in, or even the sports that we follow unconditionally, without regret. (laughs) We can see power relations affect us almost immediately in all these aspects, which perhaps is a prominent reason we have the least interest in politics that are at play every day in our government. Over the years, I have grown to understand that though seemingly distant from our personal lives, Politics are at work daily, seeking to change our lives over time for better or for worse, which is tricky because that can mean different things for everybody. For this reason, and considering the country's most historical political climate to date, I had my friend Stephanie Bernard, who has grown in her political awareness like I have, share her experiences with local politics and how it has shaped her passion in encouraging young and older groups to participate in the political conversations happening near and far. Let's dare to cross this bridge together in dangerous territory today. Hope you enjoy. All right. I'm very, very excited for this episode because I get to reconnect with a very, very dear and good friend. Uh, this is Miss Stephanie Bernard, soon to be Withers. Ooh, <laughs> Stephanie Winters Withers. coming soon, 2022. Yes. <laughs> How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I am doing good. I am holding on strong. Man, aren't um, we all? Gosh, uh, working hard yeah um spend a lot of time with my family i'm still in smooth quarantine <laughs> um and uh yeah yeah much busy trying really trying to keep my head right there's just so many things mm-hmm. going on sometimes For sure. i feel like you just need to remove yourself and try again you know right so tell us a little about where you're from and okay. how you came about to be in this space now <laughs> um so I was born in Riverside, but um, I grew up in Reno Valley, yeah, um, which is where we met. Mobile, yes. <laughs> um, and I uh, left after high school. I went to uh, Cal State Monterey Bay, yeah, um, and then came back down to Reno Valley because I just love it so much here. <laughs> 
so much. I love it here. We love it here in the <laughs> IE. Never leave Moreno Valley. Ever. Um, <laughs> and uh, now I work in higher education as um, a communications operations manager. So, oh, man. Yeah. Doing big things. Living the dream. As You know, that's <laughs> such a beautiful story yeah. of your life. I know. <laughs> It's a whole lot of mobile and a little bit of me. Right. I mean, we, um, we, cause we go back to middle school, Vista Verde, if you know about it, yep. if you know, you know, <laughs> uh, Vista Verde is where we first kind of met. And then high school, we got to reconnect again. And then it's funny how life just takes you and then brings you back. Right. It just takes you and brings you back. So yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we, we went to middle school. Um, together, then went to separate middle schools, mm-hmm. and then came back yes. in high school, and then we just we didn't get super close until right until the end of it exactly. See, and then we left to college, right? So, so then it was just like, all right, <laughs> back again, right? And so we, through certain people, we, yeah. we we're able to reconnect and just see each other again. And you just people come to your life when they're supposed to, absolutely, and you just absolutely. rock with it. You yeah. just rock with it, and that's what it is been with you so I definitely appreciate you um coming and and chatting with me um about there's so much so many things there's so much that we that we can say that we can talk about (laughs) and to try to narrow it down is just uh, ridiculous we're gonna have to do this again yeah it's not gonna all fit in here yeah oh no so um I am going to though just because I know your background and I know what you're aware of and I know what you're passionate about and it aligns in some of my passions and values. So we are going to talk about um, the infamous Candace Owens first. <laughs> I, I feel compelled to, uh, you know, because she is a peer. Yeah. Which um, yeah. is very shocking you know, it's hurtful. It, it, it is, you know, because for me, it's in bridging the gaps mm-hmm. in, um, you know, trying to make stuff make sense, connect it, build an understanding. Yeah. Um, it, it's hard when your representation is skewed yeah. by both, not only the gender, but the color right. the, I mean, I, we don't have to agree on everything. Right. But I would hope that you represent in some capacity that wasn't embarrassing. You know, and 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 I, I think a part of me too when I when I think of um, black conservatism, like a part of me really wants to believe that we're trying to push towards and fight towards um, the same goal, right? The same common goal, right? Um, and I, 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 to try to attempt to play devil's advocate, <laughs> I feel like she is proud to be black. Right. Um, I feel like her approach. Yeah. And, and, and the way she goes about it, I, I just, I, I can't agree with. It's, it's, um, it's almost, it's heartless. Uh, not empathetic mm-hmm. at all, which yeah. is very concerning considering. And, you know, I I did my best because she reminded me of a black Tommy LaHaren mm. in the sense that there was this, this approach yeah. that was not 
dared to be used. Well, and 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 in a in a way, she is exactly her, but black. Yeah, like all of they are saying the exact same things, and I think that that's what kills me. And so with with Candace Owens, I'm I I feel like so like her her big thing is like black people are being used and. Yeah you've been blindsided yeah. for, for what the Democrats want you to believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you really need to come on over to the Republican side because this is the right side when historically there's no there's no intellectual, factual way that you can look at the track record of Republicans. Yeah. And not to say that Democrats are perfect. Absolutely not. Because no, 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 yeah, let's at be, the end of the day, politics are politics. Yeah, let's be clear. Yeah. But um, but there is there is no no good track record that Republicans um, have consistently done for black people right um, and so to to try to to be their token yeah and and garner support is and uh, that's that's a key that's a key thing because we all know you know people throw out, Dr. Martin Luther King was a conservative Republican, <laughs> yeah. and da, da, da. Yeah. he was also fighting for the black people in this country in a way that we have not seen done yeah. by the Republican Party since I've actually existed. And yeah. and just to give it some, I had to do research on Candace Owens because I like to ignore negativity. I like yeah. to ignore. Um, people who I feel their their motives are in the wrong place. Yeah. And yeah. to to do my research on her and and I could stand corrected and if I do stand corrected in in some of these areas please I am open for correction. Yeah. But as far as I'm concerned Candace Owens is a uh, a young black woman. Mhm who attended Rhode Island University. Mm -hmm. She had not yet, I'm not sure, but I, to my understanding, she had not yet received her degree. And it could be in pursuit. I'm all for going back. <laughs> I, I know the road is tough, Candace. I get it. Loans are real. And and just knowing, you know, kind of getting a gist of her her upbringing um, and to, to profess liberalism, and the, to be a part of the liberal party and cross over within a matter of two to three years, um, you see her um, monetary gain yeah. that comes from being a liberal, being a magazine editor, whatever it was, uh, yeah, being, both, yeah, being yeah. a magazine editor to being um, a YouTube personality. Mm -hmm. And it just takes a it snowballs into something bigger than anyone could have anticipated. And I think that's where she sits not, and knowing she's not, she's not some 50 year old, you know, who's been a part 31. of the, yeah, she's about 31 years old. She's literally our peer. Yeah. Yes. And to be even told by our peer that, Oh, we're stupid because the Democrats are just appealing to our, Hip hop culture. They're appealing to uh, what we like just so we can get their votes. And it's almost, I told someone earlier, it's almost like her heart is that black people are stupid. Yeah. And 
we're being used, not necessarily speaking for Republicans. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, did you ever watch her, any of her YouTubes? No, <laughs> no. I and, and that's, I feel like, I feel like she realized that it was, it was, it was, I guess more more popular maybe yeah in order for her to go against the grain mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like she got momentum yeah absolutely and then and then when she got a little bit of spark she was like oh now i'm doubling down on, on all of these beliefs that i have someone someone gave her permission to, and gave her full authority to spew out what she was saying yeah which has i mean she 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 calls out Black Lives Matter to be socialist. Mm -hmm. She says that Black Lives Matter are whiny toddlers. Mm -hmm. And um, she says often that the Black community plays this victim mentality. And some of the things, which is crazy because I, I share sentiments with T.I. Mm -hmm. T.I. on a panel for BET and when they brought her to try to reason with the black community and try to save the sister is, is kind of what I got. You're calling an intervention. Man, I feel like that's what it was. And he put it exactly how I would put it. I want to like you. Yeah. But you be coming up here with some bull. <laughs> like, I want to like Like, I just don't understand how you can be this pretty black woman yeah. who's obviously well-spoken yep. she's learned i'm not gonna take credit take her credibility away and say that she's not you know smart she's educated yeah she's like she is smart she's intellectual she can hold intellectual conversations which lets me know that you have a deep enough understanding to know that you are saying some like some bull crap Man. right now Come on. and she's and she's she uh she got support from kanye west and <laughs> and course. that to me is just like well <laughs> It, it, you know, I, I miss the old Kanye. Two wrongs don't make a right, you know? <laughs> like, at the end of the God. day, we're, we're, we're trying here, Black folks. Like, we're trying. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel robbed because I'm like, she's just such a misrepresentation of, of Black women yeah. um, and what Black women can tru truly stand for. And yeah. she has this, 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 this platform. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, she's recently married to a political heavyweight, I'm assuming. Um and that in and of itself is telling, but she's she's um she's she's on one, is what I would say, mm -hmm. and has a base. And I think that's more concerning that some of the base that she has are our peers. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and, and it's and it's hurtful, right? Because it feels like we are fighting this really heavy fight yeah. that we've we fought for a very long time and it's yeah. and it's just now starting to come to the senses of 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 our white peers mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and um to i think it hurts to see someone who looks like us mm -hmm. who should be fighting for the same things alongside of us who who should they should know and understand and be able to empathize mm -hmm. they're they're the people we're fighting against. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it tarnishes, it tarnishes us because that's what, that's what these like conservative white people want to see. They're going to point to her and be like, look at her. Right. Like, and, and this isn't even me sitting here defending the democratic views, de mm -hmm. defending a Republican party. This is me saying we cannot even move forward divided. Yeah. And when we're like, and I know everyone's not going to agree, but to be that far off, yeah. from the the community in which you come from as far as i'm concerned you're you're you know yeah. and 
self-hate is a real thing. Girl. Self-hate is a real thing. And I don't know if Candace Owens is 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 hurt, but <laughs> I, I sometimes I'm really concerned about her. And to me, it just it proves my point in the sense that our peers, the black community, should take this whole climate very, very serious. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we are rolling into an era, another era where we will have to make a decision as far as which way is America going to go. Yeah. Um, the severity, because we have people like Candace Owens. Right. It's not just her. There are more people who think this way. Mm-hmm. And it is concerning. And we have power to change it. Right. And I think someone who gave us um, that power was obviously pe- President Obama. Yes. Um, he gave I us- I miss my president. Man. I mean, <laughs> and and people may disagree with a lot. I, I certainly don't think he was perfection. No, no president is though. And I think right. that that's something that we have to- Exactly. You know? And so, but the severity of having to vote and the severity and having to- take stances other than being on our social media feeds and advocating for Black Lives Matter, being on our social media feeds as our peers need to educate. And and I have been so unlearned on a lot of the the things that take place around voting, around policies, around who's doing what and who's advocating for what. Like, and taking it more serious, you've been a part of campaigns Mm -hmm. you've seen the process and you've seen it for yourself as far as the local level yeah yeah share with us a little bit about that process a little Mm. bit before we get to our hero yeah (laughs) share with us a little bit about the process in being a part and seeing that firsthand local Mm -hmm. um voting experience yeah um, well, I will, I will just say that I think that usually when it comes to voting, there's so much, um, I guess, attention surrounding the presidential elections, right? Mm-hmm. That a lot of the elections in between get lost. Yeah. They're not as cared about. Yeah. Um, when ultimately those local elections control more of our life than, yeah. than what happens on Shaylinda Barnard, um, ran for Moreno Valley city council. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of times, both times she did lose, um, mm-hmm. to the same person mm-hmm. and essentially she lost to big money. Yeah. Um, what's important in, in politics, especially local politics, um, is understanding who and what it is that you're voting for. And a lot mm-hmm. of that comes with understanding what's happening in the city, mm-hmm. um, my sister in no way was a politician, right? right? She came at this and she was just a concerned citizen of Rito Valley mm-hmm. um, who just had a baby. And she was like, you know what? I want to make our city better, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the and she's, she's smart. She is completely educated. Um, her degree is in political science yeah. and criminal justice. Yeah. Um, so she has the background for it. She's a social worker. She is literally in the community every day. Yeah. Um, but ultimately what it comes down to is support and people people need to show up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and so for us and our experience, we got to learn like the dirty side of politics. Mm-hmm. 
and I didn't even realize that dirty politics can exist on such a small level. <laughs> right, right. But they definitely do. Right. Um, but it was an everyday vow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's it takes community engagement, but just because you you want to to be involved with the community, right? We still need the community mm-hmm. to show up and be mm-hmm. a part of it. And I mm-hmm. think that, that that's that's where where we came up a little bit short yeah um we didn't have enough people Mm -hmm. come out in support yeah um and i think that that's one because not enough of us are voting Mm -hmm. one but two um we put local elections on the back burner Mm -hmm. yeah um so those those like our experience uh with local um elections and local politics aren't they're not done by any means right um but our our approach to it is like we need to talk to the community we need to find ways to to reach the community yeah you know we need to reach out to young people because that yeah really that really is where the change needs to come yeah is in our young people and that to me it's um it's it's an urgency yeah especially at this point i mean we we are fairly disconnected Mm -hmm. um in a way that is scary because to be so connected in the sense that i can know where you are based on a photo Mm -hmm. um digitally we are very connected but there is a disconnect and there is um a, a sense of it doesn't affect me personally like there's a there's a really great sense of selfishness yeah where we we live amongst ourselves where the community aspect is lost yeah so much so that we're not concerned about who's being voted into a city council Mm -hmm. position or who's being on our on our board um who is running things for our education if we want to see things changed in our school districts right here Mm -hmm. um who's responsible for you know, calling about right, that. And right. so I think we, we step away from it because until it happens to us, mm-hmm. we don't feel the act to do anything. Right. Exactly. And I, and I, and I, when, when I was campaigning for my sister, I had a lot of conversations with our peers, the same people we went to high school with mm-hmm. who are our, our age now. Yeah. And, um, I would let them know, like, Go to a city council meeting, just sit in mm-hmm. and listen to some of the agendas that they're talking about. Hear the things that they're planning around you that you don't even know about. Right. We are we we are still in Reno Valley. Of course, we've come back here. Mm-hmm. Some of us may stay. We may raise our kids here. Mm-hmm. Um, us voting, putting someone, because representation matters, yeah. right? Putting someone who we know shares our beliefs, who we know we can trust in, yeah. um, in the position to make those types of decisions is yeah. exactly what we need, right? They're, they're, they're talking and voting on things like what we're going to do with our taxes. Yeah. They're talking and, and voting on, um, on housing, right? Mm-hmm. They want to build more housing, which is great. I completely support, but with that, we also need to think about what our education is going to look like because they're not building new schools. Right. So what is that going to do when when they're, we have these over-impacted schools, over-inflated yeah. schools, yeah. and your child isn't getting the attention that they need? 45 kids to one teacher. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So things like that that we that we need to be a part of, right? Mm-hmm. They, um, If you drive down to the other side of Reno Valley, you see nothing but warehouses. Right. 
what are those jobs bringing in? What does that look like for us? What is that doing to our air quality? What is that doing for, for our neighborhoods? You know, yeah. so it's just, it's all, it's all connected. It's all connected and it all directly affects us. And I don't think enough people think about the way that it affects us because yeah. they, we are disconnected. Mm-hmm. We don't think that it does. And yeah. that's just not true. And it's truly something to put on the conscience of our peers. Yeah. It's truly something to put on because the burden falls on us. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we can't expect our elders to, to carry us because our elders have done you know, you know, whether it was good or bad, yeah. they've done what they've done. Yeah. And it, to me, it's, it's, it's very pertinent yeah. that we um, actually reach out to, to young people and redirect their attention. And it's not to say that they can't be as innovative as they would like to be. It's just the, to redirect their energy into mm-hmm. something that is going to benefit them yeah, and benefit their children's children. You know, yeah. so it's like that community aspect where we're thinking about the fact is that because when I first, when we grew up in Reno Valley, we were in a community that was a baby. Mm-hmm. And Reno Valley still is fairly young. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So to, to want the best for it, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether life has you back in Reno Valley or life has kept you in Reno Valley, you're here. Yeah. And to me, to, to not want to make it the best version of itself yeah. um, is a disservice in yeah. my, in my, but like you said, it is very important to realize the connection, how, how it all connects and how right. it's, how it starts with a person yeah. essentially yep how literally. the person that you put into a position of power can literally reshape Moreno Valley as you know it reshape yeah. the Inland Empire as you know it and yeah. like so paying attention to those midterm elections those those small local elections I learned I learned like I can't I can't not I can't just watch it happen anymore right like I can't just oh Stephanie's sister is running for city council. <laughs> yeah. Double tap. Yeah. Keep scrolling. It's yeah, like you probably like want to understand. Yeah, to you that, probably you know want to understand what's going on. Right. And so the, it was like, I especially seeing what is going on at the top. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. When you let it fly for too long. Right. And there's 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 so many levels to politics and voting, too. Right. We mm-hmm. have we have our local elections mm-hmm. and then we have our regional elections mm-hmm. then we have our state elections and then we have federal. Yeah. And I think that those the federal one affects us. Yeah. But it does not affect us as heavily as it is as you get in closer to the state and the regional and the local. Levels, because right? they're not stepping in unless they have to. Exactly. And so so I was so, so happy and so proud to see so many of our peers out and, and marching and speaking and mm-hmm. and being really hyped up on this because we need to because black lives do matter. Yeah. Why are we having to say this in 2020? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then a lot of them weren't understanding that the change that we're calling for we need to be calling for even here yeah that's exactly what we need to be calling for here we vote for our sheriff right we vote for our sheriff and we voted for a sheriff who um said that they were going to put together this like um review commission for if there was any police misconduct Mm -hmm. but like never got around to doing it or something like that and mm-hmm. he wanted to be able to choose and approve who was going to be on it but we wanted community members to be able to be on it and be yeah a part of it. so like when we're voting we're voting for so much right more and people have to know that people yeah. have to understand that like there's levels to this stuff y'all. man come on there's levels like, to this when you walk when you go around and you're driving and you see a, a, a little campaign sign it's i mean 
if I can put it plainly, especially to those, if, if I have younger listeners listening right now, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're maybe seventh, eighth grade, and you just happen to be in the car with your parents who just happen to have clicked on my podcast, hey, <laughs> um, there are, when we have ASB, mm-hmm. and we're at school, and there's, uh, your teacher says, do you want to be a part of the student body council? And they literally ask you who can be the president of ASB, who can be the vice president of ASB, who's going to be our secretary, who's going to be our treasurer. Mm-hmm. When we were kids, and it could have been on the false basis of like, I don't like her. <laughs> so she's not going to be pre- my president. Right. And you, you made sure mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you made sure little uh, Alexandra mm-hmm. or whoever Ricardo, you was like, no, you were not about to be my president. No, not not about you. To, you were not about to be planning our da- dances. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, I don't want to hear your music. You know, yeah. we took it very, very personal mm-hmm. on those middle school, like, who's going to be our student body president? Yeah. And we did whatever we had to do to make sure we vote, 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 vote. Right. Vote, 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 vote. Cast your ballot. Turn it into Miss Miss Prosser. <laughs> turn it into <laughs> turn it in. Like right. And so for me, I guess it's like I would long for us to just re-embody those moments. Keep that same energy. Keep the same energy. Yes. Keep the same yep. energy with little ones, yes. little people, high schoolers. Keep the same, keep energy, that same energy that you have now. Um, because it's not like once you get old, you don't want to go to being an adult who has no idea what's going on. And you're trying to figure out why my taxes are going here. I just worked my butt off at, at work and my taxes are going there. Right. Or you're trying to figure out why is this being built up behind my home and I didn't buy it. So, I, you know, like yeah. there's so many different things that they go off into the world thinking that being an adult is about. Yeah. And I really just want to stress the urgency to them. Like, you create what your adulthood is going to be like, essentially. Yeah. You yeah. essentially create it and the importance of electing. Don't put Karen into. Look. <laughs> y'all put Karen there and then y'all mad Listen, later. Don't put Karen where you don't want her. <laughs> if Karen needs to stay a mayor, you need to make sure that happens. Thank and this you. is not discard. Karen, you run. You run for your election. Do what you, you do, do what you got to do. But the importance of making sure our peers stay active and stay active in the community and then expand out. Because I've never seen so many people go out and protest Mm -hmm. in Reno Valley. Never. The way they did. They showed up in numbers. My brothers was out there and I was like, coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) But you do you. Right. But in that same capacity, I wish we had that urgency as far as community went. Um, as far as all of that went, because like you said, it is important. And I felt like it was necessary for us to touch on it. So I have you for another, another little while, Mm -hmm. and we're going to get into something a little bit more uh, broad. We're going to touch this federal national level real quick. So I'm super excited, but we'll be right back. Coming up, we got more political discussion with Stephanie and later another dope round of how you feeling. That's all here on The Bridge IE next after the break.
Your vote matters. My vote matters. Our vote matters. To register to vote, visit whenweallvote.org. We are back for some Mo Convo with Stephanie. And um, as you can see, we both value, um, we have a value of having some type of political awareness um, where where you reside. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we value knowing what's going on and contributing. So um, what, what kind of lit this spark in being um, aware to a certain degree of what's going on around you um, was our hero that we got to witness. Yeah. <laughs> we got to witness um, in 2009, because, you know, we were born under the George W. Bush era. We were. And um, saw some things, you know, it was a lot of war during yeah. that time. And 9-11 happened. Yeah, 9-11. And, it was yeah. a lot of stuff going on where we were, like, knowledgeable in the sense that we were like, oh, that's bad. Yeah, but, bad things. Yeah. <laughs> we're we, the good things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we never really got to this. And we never really saw people that look like us in those top figures. Yeah. And yeah. so in 2009, mm-hmm. uh, we witnessed history when President Barack Obama won the presidential election yeah, over John McCain. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that was um that was really just it for us. Like to see little black girls in the White House and a black woman standing next to a black man and it was just like beautiful. What? It was amazing. It was so amazing. <sighs> like I I think and it's hard because um I, I didn't understand the severity, um, the seriousness of what it was like having um, been a child mm-hmm. in the during the Bush administration. Right. Don't really remember much about it except for all the bad things. Yeah. And so it's like as you're growing up and now you're like you're looking around and like you see like this beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous black family. Yeah. And taking the highest seat in the world, mm-hmm. right? And that is like life changing. Yeah. For and we we weren't a part of that election. We weren't old enough to vote. At all. But we're just watching. We're like sitting back and we're watching it and we're learning and we're gathering it all in and we're so excited. And we see the look on our parents' faces, yes. our grandparents' faces, oh. and we're like, "Yo, this must be huge." We like because the only black man, <laughs> you know, I've never seen this happen before, and we we we, we were taught. The history, I, yeah. I will say, the history um, from our textbooks, and we knew that at the end of the day, this was unheard of. Yes, in America, yeah, this was unheard of. So to see him, mm-hmm. you know, give his first inauguration speech, and he became our hero. He was our hero. Him and our forever first lady. Our forever first lady. It was ridiculously beautiful. Yeah. And, and and then after that, being able to participate in putting him back in office. Now, I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. Voting at the age of 18. Mm-hmm. So we grew throughout high school yeah. knowing that President Obama is the dude. That's our guy. He's the dude. Yeah. And whether or not it was because he was black or whatever, he yeah. just was our dude. Right. Yeah. But the most swagged out president we've ever right. been able I've to never see. seen a bas- like a president play basketball, but he was like hooping up. And I was he like, was like what is this? What? He is- was hooping. Come on, man. And and so to go through high school 
um, under his umbrella, so to say. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't engaged. I didn't know what policies he was putting through. <laughs> no idea. No idea. I I was um, as as even when I was even when I was voting in my first election, mm-hmm. I will be honest and say I was not as knowledgeable at all. All I knew was like. Obama is I can finally vote and I'm right. like Obama's I'm letting it be known. Yes. It's gonna be Obama. You know? And and that's that's the that's just the heroism that he gave us. The but and, and to yeah. me when I look at him, I see leader. Yeah. I see um empathy, mm-hmm. I see class. Mm-hmm. And as far as I was concerned, those traits I definitely was like, that's what I want my president to look like yes and it's and it's it's so it's so crazy to think about it because obama was like like he had all the degrees Mm -hmm. intellectual like he was like it wasn't like he was unqualified and even then to see people try like where's your birth certificate yeah and try to diminish this amazing, brilliant man. Yeah. Who, despite everything, beat like his odds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, like I th- I think that that's what I was understanding when I was voting for him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, y'all not about to tear down a good black man on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> becomes that and we're just gonna be honest and real about it it becomes that you become protective um when you see the black man out there because representation matters matters. it matters just think about it you go back in the history books and you you learn all the when we were kids in Mm -hmm. elementary school Mm -hmm. one of the first things we had to learn were all of the presidents of the United States who would ever come to live. Yep, yep, yep. And when you go back and see that all of these men were white men, and you're black, you're Mexican, you're Asian. Yep. And you're like, wait, this is the land of immigrants, right? (laughs) Why are we only represented by these uh, white men? Right, and it it wasn't like it was just the white men president. Congress look white. Everybody. They're like, everybody <laughs> in this house. Every, like House of Representatives was white. Yeah. Everybody was white. Everybody. And, and and this is not shade against white people. This is not um, bash on the white folks. Yeah. This is make it make sense yeah. to the little girls who don't see themselves yeah. in leaders. Mm-hmm. Make it make sense to those who don't see themselves in men who are leaders. Yeah. And you you think about what hope a black president gave a black boy during those times. Mm -hmm. Um, And to me, being able to vote, um, I couldn't, I I voted in Arizona because I was at Arizona State at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, my cousin and I, we were at Arizona State and, you know, Arizona is, predominantly what it is, mm-hmm. Republican, white. Mm-hmm. And the kids went loco. It was like violence outside of the dorm rooms. Wow. And the the reaction to, to it, I think it was at these moments where you really, the exposure of where America really was, 
started to surface. Yeah. You know what's I I felt like uh electing Obama as president was really really good for black people, mm-hmm. but I felt like it was also something that white people needed to see. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's there's this narrative, right, which is a a bunch of where like systemic racism racism is is stemmed from, right? Yeah. Is like they see black people exactly how they portray us on the TV screen. And when you turn on the news and like we're violent Mm -hmm. and we're animals Mm -hmm. and we're this. And I think that they needed to see. We have a, we, listen. Like, come on. Five stars. Hello. You know what I mean? And it's out, but to have it, to have it out, like the elite of blacks for such a long time Mm -hmm. had come from the music entertainment yeah um industry yeah elite or athletic or athletic yeah elite blacks were a certain population they were Mm -hmm. the the movie stars they were the the musicians they were they came from that yeah so seeing elite blacks wasn't foreign to us but it definitely was a mirage yeah like this is all that there is for blacks as far as elite and that was spoon fed to us yeah so to see Black man in politics. Yeah. He taught the Constitution. Mm-hmm. He taught the Constitution. This dude from Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> and and you grow this just admiration for him yeah. at such a young age where it's like, and I, you got to protect Obama at all costs. Right. Protect him at all costs. And I, I, I find it, I'm going to read you something from, uh, this is, Ed Gordon, a journalist, uh, he's a longtime American journalist, uh, um, and I'm going to read an excerpt from his 2020 um, Conversations in Black book. It's a really good read conversation. If you don't have it, that's a plug for him, and he don't even know it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it's a conversation where he talks to a, a lot of different people, and in this specific segment, he's talking about, um, he's talking about Obama's era. Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to understand where America has to go. Um, and Tamika, the, the question that gets asked, Tamika Mallory, I know everyone's familiar with my lovely activist. Um, <laughs> she, he asked the question, did Obama do enough to protect the Black community? Because I know when we looked to Obama, it was like, oh, yeah. We finna get everything. Reparations coming. Right. So they're coming. And I want to get your thoughts on this. Tamika Mallory says, in terms of politics, his politics, he played it very safe. We need leaders in this moment who are somewhat similar to Trump. Mm. Not as hateful, but willing to say, I don't give a damn if I'm here to feed the hungry. I'm here to feed the hungry and free the poor. She says we really need that. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts about her view on Obama's presidency? Because remember, at this time we're eighteen and we're a little bit eighteen young and, and trying to like figure it out. <laughs> um, yeah, I will say that at the time I didn't realize um, how much or little. Mm-hmm. Um. Obama was doing for black people. Right. I think that I was in the mindset of like, he's the president to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to be very inclusive. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I do, I do believe that like now as an adult mm-hmm. and being able to look back, I do believe that there was a lot more that he could have done mm-hmm. um, in his presidency. Right. Um, 
I understand why he might have played it safer. Mm -hmm. But I agree that like at this at this day and age, especially when it comes to Trump, um, we kind of need that radicalism, right? Mm -hmm. Like we need someone who's radical about it and who's gonna do it and be like, you know what, while I'm here, right, this is what the hell is happening. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like he was the black president then that America needed. Yeah. Yeah. For the time. The first one Look, the first one of y'all couldn't come in here causing just all like, this. Hey, yo, now that we up in here, like, <laughs> like that's the way I look at it because he. But I think that he was who who our black kids needed to see at yeah. that time. Yeah, they needed. We needed our little leaders who knew who saw president. Like they were born into seeing a black president. Yeah, there are people who were born mm-hmm. not knowing anyone was president but Barack Obama. So it's like, yeah. why are y'all so excited there's a black man in press? Like, a press. Yeah. I think they needed that unction to be like, look, we've been in the office before. Why y'all tripping? Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I would say, yeah, he played it safe. Yeah. And yeah. we, it was, it, I think everyone who was, who was surrounding him at that time understood. Mm-hmm where stuff was as far as the climate and politics and far as how hot his feet could get or Mm -hmm. what he had to do and he was a people's president yeah and I think that was important for the black community in that sense to have a w was he was a president who was for the people and and there was a lot of pressure on him Mm -hmm. right to be that first black president there was a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. because Completely all eyes are on you. Mm-hmm. Everyone is watching, waiting for you to make the wrong, the yeah, wrong move. Everybody. Make the wrong call. You know what I'm saying? So he kind of needed to be the model. Osama bin Laden? <laughs> when he went and got that man? <laughs> I knew everybody agreed with him right there. Right. And I was like, ain't nobody got nothing to say. Like, like, because, where, where the because at? Let's just be real. America speaks war. Yeah. America that is speaks, their first language. America speaks violence. Yeah. Um, that is the which they very the foundation of this country, America speaks violence. So to um, to go and have a successful mission mm-hmm. um, and be able to be able to put into thought and put into words mm-hmm. the mission that was carried out in a presidential way. Mm-hmm. Um, hello, yeah, you know, you speak the language. Once I think he got a lot of people's attention. When, once that occurred and I think yeah. everyone as who who stood for America yeah. was very proud of him at that moment and to say otherwise would only only show one thing right but, Thank you know you. but but let's not point but, out the obvious here yeah, we're not gonna go there and, <laughs> so with that um it, it, the, the 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 whole thing here is the the urgency that it is to vote and and right now we're coming up on November 3rd yep um very quickly yes and we've all seen the last eight nine months spiral out of control under leadership and no one will ever tell me big local to regional to state to federal that it doesn't matter who your leader is because i think everyone has seen at this point the leadership has been poor yep and because of that many people have suffered yeah. not just blacks many people have suffered but mm-hmm. the minorities are getting the butt of everything yes. and and so this conversation um i would just like to ask as far as voting goes how politically engaged 
um, do you feel your community uh, is now, our community is now, compared to how it was during the Obama era? Hmm. Do you mean our local community, our black community? Our, our black our, community. Our black community. Because our black community within Moreno Valley, um, I think, is disengaged. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think I think locally we we definitely um are are we're disconnected. Yeah. And um and it's really hard trying to trying to ignite that that fire in people to get them to understand how important it is and right. for them to be able to see we need you yeah um and and i and i get it like not everyone thinks as simply as we do like for mm-hmm. me i'm like people have spent their entire lives fighting for my right to vote yo people have died for me to be able to cast my ballot yeah that's not going to be in vain yeah you know um yeah that could that could be as simple as it gets so on a local level, we are absolutely disengaged. On a more broad level, um, as a Black community, I think that we still have ways to go. Mm-hmm. I feel like people have, like, they're they're awake. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's it's gonna it's gonna take it's just it's it's gonna be it's gonna take some more work. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I think that it's it's helpful. And I hate to think about it this way, but it's helpful to have very huge celebrities mm-hmm. who are some really big influencers mm-hmm. out there who are speaking on these things and starting to speak on these things yeah. to help ignite that. Mm-hmm. Because outside, you just have little people like us yeah. who are like, hey, knock, knock, you need to go vote. Hey, by the way, did you did you, did yeah. you do the mail-in ballot? Are you yeah. going to go to, down to the poll? Yeah. Um, I do think that we are starting to show up. Yeah. And I think that as soon as we start showing up, it makes people scared, Man. right? Because they know the power that we have in voting. And Man. when black black people, black women specifically, mm-hmm. when we show up, we show up. We, we're going to get you in office. Man. Like, man. You know. The, I t- We touched on this last week when we talked, when we compared the WNBA to the NBA as far as their advocacy for uh uh, social injustice. Oh yeah, with, the WNBA men, and and so it's true. something about women having that. Um, even even recently with the NFL starting back up, it's something about having a woman's eye mm-hmm. on how to put details into proving a point. Yes, details in making a stance. The, it's something about that, and it's I think it's a blindside that all men have. So I'm not even gonna like. Because we can go into another topic with that. But, yeah, you know, it is important. Yeah. It is important that we show up. And, and I know that there are different factors yeah. that dissuade yeah. the Black community. And mm-hmm. do you have insight on, from your experiences with your sister and mm-hmm. being in the community, what um, dissuades the Black community from going out and, and voting? Um, I will start with voter suppression is real and alive Mm -hmm. so heavy in our communities Mm. so heavy um even in our election here right um michael stood in line for near five hours wow to vote wow um we've had situations where at the last minute they're changing the voting the polling station it's like it was gonna be over here but oh wait now it's over here um 
voter suppression is completely real yeah. in our communities. Um, and I think that that makes it really easy because we'll we'll work hard and we'll, yeah. we'll get them to the polls. We're like, yeah. yes, you got to go out, you got to do it. Yeah. And they do it and then they get there and like they figure out that this line is like way down the street. Yeah. You know what? Maybe next year. Mm-hmm. And they'll leave. And they know that if they make it harder for you, at some point you're just going to give up. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's one. Yeah. Um, and it's easier to discourage somebody, especially black folks, from going to stand in the line. Yes. Um, two. <laughs> but two. I would like to point out that black people stood out in line to get some Jordans. You know what? They don't Pri- want to talk about that, though. Priority. <laughs> you, yo, we got to prioritize. I like, mean, we have to. I feel comfortable calling out my own. Like, I, I like we got to, we, 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 we got to be real with each other yeah, but about those at, things. But at the end of the day, it should not take anyone five hours to cast a vote about, a fact. about the community. A fact. Also, mail-in ballots, people. Yes. Like, mail-in ballots. I do my mail-in ballots. I know I'm not going down to the polling station. Oh, no. I do my mail-in ballots. My whole family does them. Um, and they're, that's another option for you. That's yeah. another way to take yeah. at the end of the day. And it, you have to know these things, though. Right, yeah. And they have to be offered to you because... I think these are things that not aren't necessarily advocated amongst the community. Like, yeah, I think there are a lot of people who we don't see it enough in our faces. Yeah, like it's not in our faces. They want our money for other stuff, but it's not in our faces about the fact that you can go cast your rightful vote. Yes, your rightful vote yes. of, within the community that you live for. And and due to this, I th- I have to ask because it's relevant. Do you think that social media and on political engagement? Do you think that social media? plays a factor in our community? Do you think that social media will provoke engagement this this time around? I I do. Um, I I believe in the power of social media. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that everything that we do is at our fingertips. Mm. That's just like the the age that we live in. It's all at our fingertips. Um, But I think that it's, 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 it's going to take people understanding that it's going to take more than a like. Yeah. And like more than like a yay rooting for you or like, yeah, rooting yeah. for this or retweet or something. It's going to take more than that. Yeah. To follow through. Yeah. But social media plays a huge part. It plays a huge part. And, and I know, you know, word of mouth, getting things out and just making it a part of our everyday, you know, just get it to be in somebody's conversation like it is now with you and I. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, people won't care about it if they don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, President Obama put that, that the fact that we can, yes, we can change things. Yes, he embedded can. that. And I think that's what sticks with me even right now with the concern of where our country could go. Um, it's just that still voice of hope yeah. <laughs> from our hero, yeah. <laughs> President Barack Obama. Please. <laughs> I I definitely appreciate you yeah. coming and having this conversation, which I'm sure we'll have more of them. Um, oh, I have to have you back. Um, and, you know, it is important yeah. for people to know about what's going on politically. And, you know, I, some stuff discourages me from even bringing up these talking points. And it's like, no, do the thing that scares you. Right. <laughs> no, it's, like, it's, it's hard. It's, it's, yeah. it's a hard conversation to have because a lot of us don't want to sound uneducated. Like, we oh, yeah. Know. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm still, I am truthfully still trying to figure out the economy. Right. I'm like, I don't understand. Anthony Hamilton apparently created it. That's what I learned. Oh, is that Anthony right? Anthony Hamilton. And I learned that from Disney+. Plus. <laughs> 
shout out to Hamilton because it became one of my favorite musicals. Oh my god! But and and yes, the transparency is that we learn, but we learn together, yeah. and we have to be willing to you know start at a starting point, which yeah. is like dumb. Like yeah. you were dumb to a certain area, and I won't say you were ignorant to a certain mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. And ignorant is not a bad issue; you just don't know. And it's allowing people to to have that ignorance and be able to ask the questions, and you be having the patience and not yeah. judging them to be able to explain and be to safe and and feel like okay we are getting somewhere yeah. we are reaching an understanding and that's what the bridge is all about we're Absolutely. just here to reach some some type of understanding and knowing yeah. that we may not agree yeah but at the end of the day we're going to have understanding so we can go out and respect each other exactly. enough to exercise our rights yeah before we go you know i i do this thing and i do this thing it's called how you feeling okay you're gonna get uh <laughs> you're going to get 30 seconds to respond and give your candid answers uh, to some topics, some various topics. Let's right? do this. And uh, I'm I'm just going to have fun with you and have fun with this because I know how much you love her. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. You have 30 seconds to tell me. Candace Owens versus Cardi B. How you feeling? <laughs> Yo, Cardi all the way. I am so happy <laughs> that we have this this female rapper who is authentically herself, who is able to speak on these things and speak to her millions of followers yes. who need to listen to the things that she's saying. Right. You know what I'm it saying? May not be, it may not be educated. All right. We could be on our walk, but also make sure you vote. And I don't and I don't think I think Candace Candace always just needs to she she's mad because she knows that Cardi has influence and she doesn't like at the end of the day. At the end of the day. All right. Uh NFL. NFL mm-hmm. is back on. Yeah. Full blown back on with fans in the stands. And they uh did a protest that was kinda kinda protesty, kinda there. How you feeling? Um that was the one where it's like kind of a protest and then they started booing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Listen here. First of all, why they got fans of the stand? Yeah, that was last first Thursday. Um, <laughs> opening game. <laughs> um, secondly, um, I feel like at this point, the NFL needs to take notes from the NBA. <laughs> at the end of the day. The NBA, the WNBA actually. Take right. it a step further. You need to take some notes. From basketball, yeah, because like we've given, we started with y'all. This, this, we started at y'all, okay, yeah. and and it's taken. And I don't think that baby steps are enough. Yeah, I think it needs to be. I think if you're gonna do it, you need to go out. You need to make your stance very clear, right? Um, at and people, the and the fact that people are booing says enough about who your fans are. Just pin, just pin. You know what I'm we saying? We gonna go to the next like, one on okay. that one. Just right. pin. Okay. All right. Moesha or the Parkers? Mm, easy, the Parkers. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Thank yes, you. yeah. The Parkers, come on. It's ridiculous. You know what? I haven't started rewatching Moesha since it's been on Netflix, but I was reading people talking about like I didn't realize I'm not really feeling Moesha. It's, it's a, I wasn't it's, really feeling it thin like back right, then. Right. But yeah. She was just a walking diary, and I was just like, Moesha. I think too at the time, you know, nobody saw a little black girl writing in her journal like they watched Moesha. Yeah. But the Parkers just bought the funny. You know what? It's, it's like funny and sass and yeah. ooh, girl, and like ooh, honey. Like, okay. Like, ooh, that's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> <Not daddy. laughs> Not daddy. Oh Lord, <laughs> Oh my God, Stephanie, it's been a blast. Thank you for sitting down Thank with you me for having and me. laughing with me and yeah. just 
doing this. I definitely appreciate it. You'll be back. You'll of be course. Back. Girl, You'll be back. next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to do it here for me on The Bridge IE. I hope you guys enjoyed. Stay tuned in. We're here every Wednesday. I'll see you soon.